Hello, everybody. It's Friday, January 25th edition of Living Life. You know, in my earlier years of ministry, um, I had this one brother who was kind of like a MacGyver. Did you guys have one of those at your church? The guy fixes everything. And so if the electric guitar was broken or an amp was broken or a door was broken, he would fix everything. And he was like the do-it-all guy. So one day at church, the heater goes off. And I'm like, oh, man, what's going on? We looked all over the place. We checked fuses. Everything seemed to be okay. And we're like, hey, I think we're going to have to call a professional for this one. And then uh, one of our members goes, oh, let's call that brother, that one brother that could fix everything. So I called him up. He came on down. I told him the situation. He goes, oh, no, no, don't worry. I got this, Pastor Sam. I got this. He goes up on top of the roof. I don't know what he's doing up there. 30, 40, 50 minutes later, boom, the uh, heater starts going on again. He comes back down. And I'm like, wow, how did you do that, man? I, I didn't think that you could even do that. He looks at me. He goes, Pastor Sam, you got to have more faith in me. You know, in the same way, I think that's how Jesus felt when the disciples were hanging around him. You know, the God of this universe can do all things. We just have to have faith that he will do those things. And that's kind of what's going on in our passage today. Let's take a look. Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with him about? He asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, Everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently, and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said, He's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet, and he stood up. 
After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, This kind can come out only by prayer. So our story comes from Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 19, and it's a story that you may know well. Jesus comes to the scene with the disciples, and there's a large crowd, and Jesus is there, and uh, they were overwhelmed with wonder to greet him, they say, and that's because Jesus is doing all these great and amazing miracles. Uh, do you need a miracle? Do you have certain things in your life that is God-sized and that only God can do, that only God can come through on, just impossible things where you need the Lord? Well, this person certainly did. There was a father who had a son, and the son was demonized. Now, could you just fathom that, how emotional that is for this father? Saw this baby grow up to be a child, and it says in the story that from childhood that this child was demonized that the evil spirits were toying with him and messing with him throwing the child to the ground and he's foaming at the mouth could you imagine that if you were a father or maybe even you saw someone like this that was very close to you it would just be breaking your heart i don't think this father just sat there looking at it. i'm sure through the course of the father's life seeing his child seeing his son I'm sure he did everything if he was a believer, um, because we don't really know the whole full story, but if he was a believer, he would probably be on his knees. He probably tried all that he can to take his uh, child to any kind of doctor or therapist or whatever they had back in the day. I'm sure they did all that they can, and they are still left with a person whom the demons are messing with. And Jesus comes to the scene and this father goes, Jesus, I just need you. I need you to do this miracle because I've tried everything and nothing's working. I need you to come on through. Even your disciples can't remove these demons. Even, could you just imagine just the hopelessness in him? So he cries out to the Lord and says, can you do this? And it's very, very interesting because the father comes through and says jesus if you can okay if you can please take this evil spirit away if you can and jesus says if you can what are you talking about if i can everything is possible for one who believes in me because I can do all things basically so I can do all things you got to believe in it it's a matter of your faith man this faith is such a dynamic unique interesting just a very mysterious thing isn't it this thing called faith and the Lord is challenging this person into his faith immediately those both the boy's father exclaimed I do believe, Jesus, I do believe that you can do this. I do believe that this miracle can take place. And if there's any dis unbelief, help me to overcome it. That's a very interesting, that's a very interesting um, comment there. 
I don't know if you guys ever read this passage very, you know, deeply, but this person is saying, Jesus, I believe in you, but if there's any doubt, help me to overcome that doubt. You know, this thing called faith, it's a journey. It's a journey. We all have faith to varying degrees, right? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? There's certain things that we have faith in, and there's times when we're so like right on it. We're like, man, I believe God can do it. There's other things where sometimes the devil comes through and gives us doubts, and we're like, oh, I wonder if this is going to pull through. And this person says, man, if I don't have faith, Jesus can help me to have faith. It's this journey with the Lord. As he is experiencing that Jesus, experiencing Jesus do one thing, he is hoping that the Lord will continue to give him faith, to strengthen him as he's experiencing the power of God, the power of Christ and the things that he can do. And he's going all in. And if he doesn't go in, he says, Jesus, help me, help me. I need you to help me in my faith. I think that's, that's an amazing thing. There's so many things that I know, even myself, I need help in when it comes down to faith. The text shows us that the person who can help us with our faith is actually Jesus himself. He can help you into greater faith. Man, it's an amazing passage. It's an amazing passage. It's a passage where it's an ongoing thing. Lord, I don't have faith. Can you help me to develop a greater faith? Understanding it is God, it is Christ who helps us to really see all the things that God can do in Christ as we are in relationship, as we are continuously hoping, as we are continuously praying. You know, one author says this, faith moves mountains, meaning faith does amazing things, but you have to keep pushing while you are praying, meaning just keep pushing, keep, keep on believing, keep on being with the Lord and keep on praying. And that is exactly even what our text says, that this evil spirit could only come out with prayer. So in closing, I wanna give you an application into all this. We are looking at a potential of us increasing our faith. But how do we do that? How do we increase our faith in the Lord and all the great things that He can do? Well, I think greater faith requires greater prayer. You know, if you look at that passage, it says, help me, Jesus, to have greater faith, meaning I want to be next to you. I want to hope in you. Um, prayer is kind of like the same thing, you know, us being in presence of the Lord. And, you know, just more we pray, it just seems like the Lord gives us more faith, this, just more courage because He's right there next to us. It seems like the more pr uh, we pray, He gives us more power even. He empowers us. So in the same way, I really urge you guys, encourage you guys, if you guys are lacking faith, just go all in in the Lord and just pray with all your heart, pray with all your mind, asking the Lord to make the impossible possible. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this message. It's so important. It is a message on increasing our faith by being next to you, by being by you, walking with you, asking you to increase our faith. Lord, we pray that we would be people of prayer,
And as we pray, asking you to do great and mighty things that only you can do. So we pray, Lord God, that we would experience the increase of our faith through prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer,